Women are often so busy taking care of their families, they delay devoting time caring for themselves. What it means for women to stay healthy at every stage and every age on this edition of Here for Your Health. Welcome to the Healthcare District of Palm Beach County's podcast, Here for Your Health. I'm your host, Robin Kish. The Healthcare District of Palm Beach County is a unique healthcare system located in South Florida. This public health care system provides county residents access to primary care, skilled nursing and hospital care, registered nurses in nearly all of the county's public schools, and plays a key role in the county's trauma system, including operating the county's two life-saving Traumahawk air ambulances. Through all of these programs, the healthcare district serves as the health care safety net for Palm Beach County. On this edition of Here for Your Health, we take a closer look at the importance of women's health. From your 20s, through pregnancy, motherhood, and into your senior years, we'll discuss how taking good care of yourself and following your doctor's guidance are key to living a long, healthy life and keeping your family well and strong. Our guest today is Dr. Jennifer Dorsey-Medard, Associate Chief Medical Officer at Lakeside Medical Center, the healthcare district's rural acute care teaching hospital in Belle Glade, Florida. Welcome, Dr. Medard. Thanks, Robin. It's great to be here. Dr. Medard, why is women's health such a priority in the medical field? Robin, we know that uh, healthy family starts with healthy women, and that's not a luxury, it's a necessity. So it's really important to keep women healthy throughout all of the stages of their lives, especially now during the COVID-19 pandemic. So at Lakeside Medical Center in Belle Florida, we offer optimal quality care to women of all ages, and really, and also in our clinics throughout the county. Women's health is a vital service that has grown over time at Lakeside Medical Center, and we now offer women's health services at every stage, including prenatal care, annual checkups, diagnostic services, family planning, and gynecology services. I can go on and on, but our goal is to empower women to make them have informed decision about their health care and the options available to them, as well as their mothers, sisters, daughters, aunts, nieces, cousins, grandmothers. We encourage women to go to visit their PCPs for a wellness plan, and that may include for them to have additional exams done by their OBGYN and get well woman checkups, have their mammogram screening, their bone density, depending on their age, and then to detect things like osteoporosis, which is a thinning or weakening of the bones. Osteopenia could be detected, which is just a decrease in the bone mass. So these are the conditions that can be treated as soon as possible to prevent bone fractures. I also recommend, and we recommend that women stay active, eat healthy, pay attention to their mental health. That's very important. Stress management is particularly at this time and to get enough sleep is so important. I have to remind myself that every day. So do I. You mentioned PCP, which stands for primary care physician, something you know very well about because you yourself provide primary care at our CL Brumbach primary care clinics in addition to your work at Lakeside Medical Center. Let's talk a little bit about maternity care. Why is it so important for women who are planning their pregnancies or who are expecting to see an OBGYN on a regular basis? 
So being the mother of a 17-month-old myself, I know how important it is to have a healthy pregnancy. It promotes a healthy birth. So getting early and regular pregnancy and prenatal care improves the chances of healthy pregnancy and helps prevent complications. So that takes the stress of you as a mother. And, you know, as much as, you know, you have appointments, I felt like that called me to know I'm doing what I need to do. Maternity care is uh, defined as a health services provided to women, their baby, their family throughout the pregnancy during labor and birth and after birth for up to six weeks. Prenatal visits to a healthcare provider usually includes a physical exam, weight checks, and providing urine samples. Depending on the stage of pregnancy, healthcare providers may also do blood tests, imaging, such as an ultrasound exam. These visits also include discussions about the mother's health, the fetus's health, the discussion about about the family's health history of both parents and any question about the pregnancy. Maternity care is typically provided by obstetricians, midwives, but can be also done by family physicians who are trained in that area. Some women also see other health care professionals and community workers throughout their pregnancy. These other health professionals might include endocrinologists, social workers, psychologists, dietitian, just to name a few. And we all in the field just work together to support the women's health during the pregnancy and during their birth. Maternity care includes monitoring health and the well-being of the mother and the baby, health education, assisting during labor and birth, in addition, supporting after birth too. We can't forget about that time to ensure the mother and the baby continue to be in health and are well and also part of the overall maternity care. It includes guidance on breastfeeding. And I understand you have a wonderful podcast with my friend, um, Dr. Anna Fuerta, who works for our clinics as well. Lakeside Medical Center offers prenatal and maternity care. Obstetricians and family physicians like me, along with other health professionals, work together to support women's pregnancy and birth. We provide quality pediatric services also at the hospital as well. I'm just going to sneak that in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you did because it is a whole continuum of care. Tell me a little bit about mammograms. I know I'm due for my annual mammogram. What is a mammogram and who should get one? So a mammogram is just like an x-ray that can help reduce the number of deaths from breast cancer amongst women, particularly in the age group of 40 to 70 who are not in the high-risk group. But again, that's something I want our listeners to know to discuss with their primary care physicians to develop a wellness plan. This is not the time you're going in with the knee pain or something concerned. You're specifically going to the office for your annual physical and discussing with your doctor, what are my screenings for my age group and a detailed family history and what your symptoms are will you know you will develop what is your wellness plan and because other than skin cancer breast cancer is one of the most common cancers among American women and just so we don't forget also that men can develop breast cancer as well so this could be something you're discussing with your PCP during your wellness um, plan mammograms are the best way to detect breast cancer early and early is important. It's easier to treat before it's big enough to feel and cause symptoms. So oftentimes I get patients who say, oh, but I do self-exams and that's great, but we wanna catch it as soon as possible and the mammogram is gonna be the tool that gets us to be able to detect it early. And age, and as I've said, and family history are factors in terms of your risk of getting breast cancer. Women are at higher than average risk are recommended to start mammograms by the age of 40, if not earlier. Again, you would discuss it with your PCP. Sometimes it can take up to three years before you feel or notice a growth in your own breasts. 
At Lakeside Medical Center, we offer mammograms and staff are specially trained, including a radiologist who look at the images specifically to note any abnormalities in that imaging. Thanks to a grant from the Coman South Florida, Lakeside Center has been able to provide free mammograms to those who are eligible. In fact, this year I went for my very own first mammogram at Lakeside and it was easy. Uh, the tech, you know, made me feel comfortable. You know, you do have to be in a robe that opens in the front with no undergarments. So it can be a little delicate exam. You can have a chaperone with you in the room, but she really set me at ease by describing to me each step of the process. What I can tell my patients is not I'd only talk to talk, but I also walk the walk and I had my own very mammogram this year. So you can check that off the list, but it's not the only time that we need to get a mammogram, right? There will be a need to do it again. How often should we expect to have a mammogram done? Again, I'm going to give you guys the different academies and what they recommend. But again, you know, each patient should discuss with their primary care in detail to determine their risk factors and what is recommended for them. But according to the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecology, ACOG, and the American Cancer Society, women ages 40 to 49 with average risk should have mammograms every year. For women ages 50 to 74 with average risk, the ACOG recommends annual screenings. However, ACS, which is the American Cancer Society, recommends women ages 50 to 54 to continue with annual screening with women who are 55 and older switching to mammograms to every two years. So really follow your primary care physicians and your OBGYN's guidance on that because every woman is different. And for those who have not had a mammogram, you mentioned a little bit about what you experienced, but what else should they expect? So this is always a conversation that I have with my patients before they even go get their mammogram, because I think it's important to prepare you and for you to understand what you may get, you know, as a call or in the mail from your provider. So you'll be told not to use any lotion or perfumes or deodorant. So that's because, you know, you're going to be on the machine. It gets in your axilla or your armpit area. So that's the reason for that instruction. When you get to the testing location, you'll ask to wear a special robe. And like I said, it opens up in the front and you can't have any garments under there. The technologist will place your breasts on a plastic plate and then another plate will firmly press the breasts down from above. The plates flatten the breasts, holding it still while the x-ray is taken. The steps are repeated so that the radiologist can see you know, different views of the breast. The other breast is x-rayed in the same way. While the test can be uncomfortable for some, the whole process is pretty quick. And for me, it went very smoothly. I was relaxed and like I said, the technician really made me feel comfortable. Once the x-ray was completed, they are sent to the radiologist who reads the mammogram. He or she will look at the x-rays for early signs of breast cancer. Other problems in the tissue can also be reported. You usually will get results from your physician within a week or two. And the technologist, just so you know, and so you are aware, will not be able to give you the results because that's not what they're trained to do. And then each mammogram may look a little different because our breasts are different density and sizes. And what are the types of results you can receive after you complete your screening and get the information back? Oh yeah, so this is also important to discuss with your primary care before you go through that process. You can receive results that say your mammogram is normal. You would need to continue to get the mammograms according to the time intervals your doctors recommend. 
mammograms work best when they can be compared with previous one. This allows the radiologist to compare them to look for changes in your breast. So we recommend, you know, the same facility or keeping records so they can compare. That's in your best interest. A mammogram can sometimes be abnormal. Now, abnormal does not mean you have cancer. You know, I get patients who get very concerned, but these are the reasons why you can get a mammogram that they report to you as abnormal. It can indicate a need for additional mammograms, testing, or exam before the doctor can tell you with more certainty that they're not concerned about any areas of the breast that they're analyzing. You may be also referred to a breast specialist or a surgeon. Again, this does not necessarily mean you have cancer. We in the medical field want to be thorough and want to know that whatever we're seeing, we're sure. And if there's a doubt that we take the extra steps. These doctors are experts and they um, are used to diagnostic issues in the breast and they will do follow-up tests with you and to determine if there's no cancer. I have patients who actually won recently who went through the whole process and it was rather stressful for her. However, at the end of the day, even going through all the way to the step of a biopsy, everything was okay and she was really set at ease. So another thing I want to stress is it's so important for you to take this step for you to know your history so you can pass this on to your children and then how important it is for you to know your family history. This is all part of you know, what we're trying to educate and get out there so we can help save lives. Dr. Medard, earlier in the podcast, you mentioned bone density testing. When do women or men need that type of test and what does it detect? Sure. So another important part of your wellness plan that should be done with your primary care. So our bone density test is mainly conducted to detect osteoporosis, as I said, the thinning or weakening of the bones, or osteopenia, which is just a decrease in the bone mass, so that these conditions can be treated as soon as possible. Those at risk include postmenopausal women who are not taking estrogen, women over 65, and men over 70. Anyone who smokes or drinks too much alcohol, people of certain ethnic backgrounds, and those with family history of hip fractures or osteoporosis are included in the increased risk. Early treatment helps to prevent bone fractures. Early identification and treatments are important since complications of broken bones related to osteoporosis often are severe in the elderly. The earlier the osteoporosis can be diagnosed, the sooner the treatment can be started to improve the condition or prevent it from getting worse. Again, the key here is just prevention. Early detection is key. A bone density test is used to measure bone mineral contents and density and can be used to determine the patient's risk of a bone fracture. This may be done as an outpatient as part of your hospital stay, determining on you know your situation. During the test, you would lie flat on your back. Again, an x-ray would be done just like when you're taking an x-ray on a table. It's used in combination with proton generators to measure the bone minerals and density in the patient's bone. The entire procedure would take likely around 30 minutes. And, um, you know, and just like a mammogram, there's no injection, nothing to drink. It's just, a you know, you lay there as they do the exam. Now, this fall, Lakeside Medical Center celebrated Women's Health and Breast Cancer Awareness Month with a trunk or treat drive-through event outside the hospital. How did that go? 
It was awesome, Robin. I had such a great time. It was a lot of fun to speak with the families as they drove through the hospital. You know, we kind of had challenges because of COVID on trying to do something safe, but we still wanted to get the word out there and explain how important it is to be aware of breast cancer. So the car stopped at our various stables and to meet the doctors in our facility to learn about all Lake health services and receive some Halloween treats, free children, face masks, and other goodies. There was such cute little costume. My favorite was one that was a little Black Panther. He was dressed up all with his bag to collect his goodies. We provided educational information on breast cancer, mammogram, OB, and our other health services. Those who came out had a chance to win some prizes. And actually, we've already given away, if not all, I think most of them by now, which included two children's bicycles and some gift cards. It's important to get the word out to our rural, close-knit communities that we are here to be a resource and provide access to quality health care services for our families. We enjoy getting to know the residents and to serve at every age and every stage in our community. Dr. Medard, in your prior role, you served as the director of Lakeside Medical Center's Family Medical Residency Program. As these 15 residents train at the hospital and at the C.L. Brombeck Primary Care Clinics, what impact do they have on the patients there and the community that you just described? You just keep hitting all my favorite topics, Robin, but uh, this is a great topic of mine. Um, I'm a little biased, but I love to let everyone know that family medicine is a great field. We love to say that we take care of our patients from the cradle to their rocking chair. So we really are wide range. And our physicians here, our resident physicians, um, they go above and beyond to provide care and a range of quality of services to our patients, many of whom who have complex medical conditions and limited resources. It's one of the many benefits of having them, uh, especially during this pandemic. So if we have time, I'll share a little story about one of our resident physicians who just recently graduated, um, had a patient of ours who had been to five specialists over a period of time and, you know, was really frustrated with the process, was on a lot of medications and a diagnosis was not being made. And, you know, because the residents are in the books looking at all the things that they could possibly have, he made a suggestion and a recommendation. She did follow it and end up going to a neighboring hospital for the that type of specialist. And she was able to be diagnosed with something that was rare. So that's just a little example to let you know of, you know, how it is to just have residents in a teaching facility and how that helps enhance to have those extra eyes looking at your case. In the rural underserved communities of the Glades, you know, the residents diagnose and treat a wide range of conditions that are not seen in urban settings. So it's also a an advantage to our facility. Yeah, now that I've had the opportunity to meet a number of the residents and they seem so pleased with not only the training that they receive, but also the warmth and compassion that they receive from the patients who they serve. Dr. Medard, before we wrap up, so much focus is on the COVID-19 pandemic these days, as it should be, right? And the importance of staying away from crowds, wearing a mask, socially distancing, and washing hands. As a bilingual physician, I know you speak Creole, which is wonderful in uh, serving our Haitian community. What are you telling your patients of various backgrounds and cultures to protect themselves and their families from COVID-19? 
well, first things first, wearing the mask and the importance of it. So, you know, my Haitian patients met a mask new, okay? So as we see a number of the positive COVID cases, again, starting to increase in Florida, unfortunately, we are experiencing some prevention fatigue, unfortunately, but we cannot let our guard down. We need to do all of the things you, um, you've mentioned, wearing a mask in public, socially distancing, washing hands, and staying well in well-ventilated places or outside. In other words, we must continue to be vigilant and remember to avoid the three C's, crowded places, close contact, and confined spaces. I'm also advising parents to have their children, you know, six months of age or older to get their flu shot. My daughter got hers at 12 months and it's available at no or low cost. And it's more important than ever uh, during the 2020, 2021 year to protect yourself and the people around you from the flu. It also helps to reduce the strain on healthcare system responding to the COVID-19 pandemic. So at our CL Brumback clinics throughout the county, we offer the option of telehealth visits to video chat for our patients on a smart device or phone. Uh, these are those steps we're trying to take to make sure the community stays safe. The Brumback clinics are following the CDC screenings and the CDC infection control guidelines for healthcare settings to provide safe in-person medical appointments and pharmacy services. To maintain physical distancing, patients who do schedule in-person appointments, they can check in virtually through an easy to use phone app or an office iPad that we have. The patients remain safely outside in the clinic parking lot waiting room or in their cars until the phone app alerts them to enter the clinic. Patients can call our number at 561-642-1000 to schedule an appointment for telemedicine visits, inpatient visits, or COVID-19 testing. Well, Dr. Medard, thank you so much for joining us today and providing such important information. You know, women are the backbone of a family and anything that we can do to raise awareness about the importance of staying healthy at every age, we really value that guidance that you shared. Thank you so much, Robin. It was great to be here. And I want to thank everyone in the community for supporting us providers out here uh, during the pandemic. All the messages you guys leave and put in your windows during testing, we greatly appreciate it. All right. Well, you deserve it. You're healthcare heroes, and we're very appreciative of all you do. And we want to thank all of our listeners. If you find this podcast helpful, share it on your social channel and check out our full podcast library for topics of interest to you at healthcaredistrictpodcast.org. Let us know what you think. Your review helps us reach more people just like you. And if you have a suggestion about a future podcast topic, have questions or some feedback, you can call 561-804-4111 and leave us a message. Please check out our other Healthcare District podcast on health topics you won't want to miss again at healthcaredistrictpodcast.org. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Healthcare District of Palm Beach County's Acute Care Teaching Hospital Lakeside Medical Center in Belle Glade, Florida. For more information on women's health services, please contact Lakeside Medical Center at 561-996-6571 or visit www.lakesidemedical.org. This podcast is also brought to you by the C.L. Brownback Primary Care Clinics, which offer women's health services, medication-assisted treatment for patients with substance use disorders, as well as primary care, dental services, behavioral health, and pharmacy services for adults and children. Call 561-642-1000 to make an appointment or visit www.brumbackclinics.org.